What's up, everybody, and welcome to In the Van Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Stevenson, here with co-host Taylor Price <clears throat> and other co-host, Gage Thompson. What's up? We're very excited on this episode. This is our, our 10th episode in... Ten, 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 ten. Big number. We're feeling really good well about said. this. How about y'all? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Yeah. I'm feeling real good. And on this, great. on this podcast, we're going to be kind of talking about perspective and mindset and kind of having the 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 right mindset when you go in at things. Like just to give y'all a new perspective. And I have a couple of stories to tell y'all. And hopefully y'all can take something from that and uh kind of learn from it a little bit and just take some away from it. If it helps you, great. If it you think it could help somebody else, great. Send it to them and follow our social media, really. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, also we're doing more videos and stuff now, too. So we definitely want y'all to check out our YouTube channel so you can see, definitely. see us do the podcast and actually feel like you're experiencing it with us. You well, know we're trying to throw a little bit of our own kind of spin on it with our quote-unquote video cast so instead of listening to all our nonsense you can hop on over to our youtube channel and actually watch our nonsense nonsense too and i can't promise you that you won't see hands come across the table some from time to time (laughs) you know stuff like that now we all love it well that might happen but for the most times that'll happen a couple times (laughs) but yeah check out our youtube channel guys in the van media um yeah well, let's get into this now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's hop into it. All right. So to start off this story, I'm gonna be sharing with y'all a story of when I was a coach not too too long ago when I was helping out a lot with a high school wrestling team, and I still help coach now, but it's on and off because I'm busy and during season and off season stuff like that. Depends. I help out when I can. But in this story, I remember I was at a high school match and I'd see this kid go out there to wrestle, and he was a great kid. And he was a great wrestler at practice. He did all the things he needed to do to be good at practice and everything. But yeah, yeah, he did train pretty hard. I remember seeing him in the oh, room yeah. training. Great hard. kid. But every time he would walk out on the mat, you could kind of tell he didn't carry himself to his own ability. Like he didn't have that confidence to him. Oh yeah. Or he like kind of felt defeated and something. Yeah. Things. Before he even get out got out there, he was. Having doubts of his mind, he didn't feel comfortable out on that mat. So he lost before he even stepped out onto the mat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I could tell that, and uh, I saw a lot of myself in this kid when he wrestled. Cause I went through the same things. I I was the one kid at practice that trained hard, that put the work in, put the time in, but something didn't connect through my mindset. So when it came down to go time, it just wasn't there. Mm-mm. It wasn't. So... I remember after his match, he lost. I walked up to him and I was like, I was like, hey, I know what you're going through out there. I know you train hard. I know you do all these things at practice. And he was like, I don't know why I go out there and these things happen or I end up losing the match or something like that. And I told him this one thing. I said, I call him John. John, that's not his real name. John, when you go out there, you're walking out there like prey. You're a gazelle. I can see that. Your opponent can see that. Everybody else can see that. Mm-hmm. So don't walk out there like a gazelle. I said, I know you're not a gazelle. 
I could see it in you. I've seen you practice. I know you're not a gazelle. I looked him straight in the eye. I said, you are a lion. Said, yeah, exactly. And he said, yes, I agree. And I said, what are you? He said, I'm a lion. Like, what'd you say? I'm a lion. I said, yell that shit. He's like, I'm a lion. I was like, louder. I'm a lion. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And I, I hit like him on that. the chest. I was like, you are a lion. I made him start to chant that before he'd go out on the mat. I like that a and lot. And every time he would go out there on the mat, I'd be like, where's that lion at? He'd slap his own chest. I'm the lion. Walk <laughs> out there. And he, he wrestled differently. He, he had a lot more confidence in himself, and that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. He's walking out there with the right, right mindset and having ownership of yourself without a doubt. You, like Gage said over here, if you doubt yourself for a second, you're losing the match before you even step out there. Don't have doubt within yourself. Have confidence in yourself, and that's with the precepts that you did put the work in and you did put the time in where you needed to, everything like that. Mm-hmm. You I, can... Go ahead. I was just going to say, that kid probably went on to get a lion tattooed on his chest. <laughs> Thank you. What you I, said I, I think you might want to. I, I, I almost got a lion tattoo on my shoulder one really? time. Really? Oh, wait, yeah, you told me I that told you story. that story before, but... Thank God I ended up talking to myself out of that. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't need to defeat yourself no, before no. you even attempt it, you know? And that's with anything in life, really. I yeah. mean, with if, if you're doing something and you feel nervous about it, mm-hmm. I mean, chances are it's worth doing in the first place if you feel kind of anxious or nervous about it. But if you're to the point where you're telling yourself you can't even do it before you even go to do said activity, mm-hmm. then what? What's the point? Yeah. yeah. I shared this quote on our Instagram page. Go follow us at In The Van Podcast. <laughs> but I shared this hey. quote. I was I was just driving to work or whatever, and I was listening to Hot 107.9 or something. And I heard the lady who does, like, the morning show, she was talking about this quote from this guy named Roy T. Bennett. And it says, the biggest wall you have to climb is the one you build in your mind. Definitely. And, I mean, that yeah. has a lot of truth to it. That is true. Yeah, yeah it does. Well, fear is just things that we come up with our mind. Like, yeah, and you just build it, it up inside your head, and you're just like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm, what if this happens? Blah, 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 blah. That's so true. But for those of us who can turn that fear into fuel mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and use that fear as gasoline in our tank, oh, yeah. that's when good things start happening. Even like professional fighters, if you, I remember there was a, um, conference with Mike Tyson at it and he talked about how uh when he was fighting how he he seemed like the boss like he was the biggest he was the top dog like and he would fight some hardcore fighters mm-hmm. and people asked him he was like were you scared and he said in those days of me fighting like that I was terrified he said everything terrified me how could you not be the opponent he said he couldn't even sleep at night sometimes that he terrified me but the one thing that he said that he never did, he never doubted himself. And like you just said, Gage, he uses that fear to fuel him to keep going, to go that extra mile at practice and uh, to do those things. And uh, I think uh, he was he talked about how he was working out with Roy Jones Jr. one time. And they were doing like push-ups and stuff like that. And he did like, two. he was counting them up to 300. And Roy Jones Jr. was like, was that 299 or was that 300? He was like, uh, I'm not too sure. I, I'm pretty sure it's 300. He said, no. I said, 
looked at him. He said, is it two ninety nine or was it three hundred? It's like, man, I don't really know if it's three hundred or two hundred. He didn't quite understand where I'm, he was going with I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's three hundred. He said he said, What's the what's the big difference? He said, The difference of me being great is that three hundred. Is making sure I do that three hundred or that extra one. I'm not trying to cut it short and being pre- prepared. And that's all that's really saying is just having that work ethic behind you to yeah. be great. Yeah. Um. So for like our preseason workouts we would do in wrestling, we would have this, I guess we had this whiteboard and you would have to try to get to 10,000 reps of your like main takedown move. Um. And so there was this one kid and I didn't wrestle with him, but Zach, you did. And coach always told this story about how, he would be working. He would be trying to do all those moves, doing his move, 10,000 reps, 10,000 reps. And if he messed up and he didn't do it right, he would start over because he wanted to get 10,000 reps, 10,000 good, strong reps in a practice. And so he would just keep doing it. He messed up. He'd start back from zero and he'd go again, go at it again. And that's good work ethic. Like oh, yeah. knowing what you need to do and then pushing yourself to do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. You got to kind of be self-motivated and yeah, definitely. don't don't let fear stop you in your tracks because you can either use it as fuel or use it to something to shut yourself down and to make excuses. Fear to, is a killer. Yeah. What's that thing that Steve-O said? We were watching something about Steve-O saying that he gets scared from all the stuff he's done, but when he, he like counts to three. Yeah, he like oh, yeah, counts yeah. to three, and, and, Just and when does he hits it. three, he does it he no, said, matter no matter what. what. Yeah, he says every time he's ever done that in his head, he's done it. Yeah. He said he'd count his head one, two. You know, the third count, he always did, whether it be like jump off a bridge into a, a, a river or something like that, or did a backflip in a porta mm-hmm. potty, whatever it was. You he's know? also a different kind of individual. Yeah, he, right. he's a different I'm going to die right now. Three, let's go. You yeah. know, like he, he's just yeah. nuts. But I gotta give the guy props. You know, he he does what he says he's gonna do. Oh yeah, definitely. And people might be asking themselves, like when they do go out things, and a fear that they might ha- have is like, but what if I fail? You know, so? yeah. Like what if? What if you just so scared that you never actually try? What if? You know, what if you actually succeed in something? You know, like what if? That's the problem with this. What if questions you can. What if for one second your bravery overtakes your fear and it turns out to be the best thing you ever did in your life? Oh, yeah. If you didn't know that, like, this is like statistics and the most professional basketball players, like, oh, I forgot the word for it, but the percentage of. Like an average. An average. Yeah. The average percentage of. Most professional basketball players, when they shoot a shot, they miss 52% of the shots that they take. Better than me. I'm like yeah. 82. Yeah. If that. <laughs> yeah. And that just goes to show, like, even the professionals on that level miss more than half of the shots that they take. Yeah, on TV, you only get to see the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're going to show you the good stuff. Cause the that's highlights. What, that's what <laughs> people want to see, the highlight reel. Exactly, but. People don't necessarily think of the failures that come with success. Like, I love the image that I've seen before, which is like I said, the road to success. And it had all these little curves and edges that reach failure, 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 failures all the way to the top until boom, success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So well, I've seen another picture kind of like that. The, there's a man standing in front of a road and it forks off in two different directions. And to the left, you see this straight road. You know, it's the, it's the easy way, oh, yeah. right? You get where I'm going with this. Yeah. And to the right was the real curvy road like you're talking about. But at the end, there was a big, beautiful tower waiting at the end with all his hopes and dreams in it. Yeah. Personally, I'd rather take the winding road and take that chance. Oh, yeah. If you do fail, so what? It's oh, way... What's that it, quote I told you? Oh, oh, I remember. This quote, I can't remember where I saw it for the life of me, but it said, aim for the stars, and that way, if you miss, you don't fall too far off. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's something else I kind of live by as well, like, I'd rather go at something full-heartedly and try 100% because I don't think, personally, I could live with myself in the future. Well, half-assedly would get you nowhere. Yeah, or even having the regret of thinking yeah. like, oh, I could have been this, I could have been that, or, but I never tried. Well, here's the thing. Why wonder when you can try? Yeah, exactly. Exactly like what you said. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why regret what you never did? Oh, yeah. Do it. And then you don't have to ever regret that you never took the chance. Oh, yeah. So that way, when I'm like 75, 80 years old and maybe diapers or something, I can think back and I ain't changing it. Yeah. I don't I I don't want you to wipe my butt anyways. But (laughs) when I think back to that far, I'm not going to say to myself, well, I could have been this or I could have been that. Or if I did try it, I knew I'd have the mindset. Well. I did try to do that, even if I wasn't successful, but I tried it, and I can't you say that I, I never took the chance. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I like that. And also, I mean, like, even if you do fail, like, you're pursuing something passionately, I mean, you can fail, but you still need to pick yourself up from the failure and just try to go after something, you know? Like, if you are really passionate about something and you truly want to pursue it, like, yeah, you'll get knocked down, you'll have roadblocks, but you need to pick yourself up from those roadblocks and jump over them try to get past them like keep pushing if you're really passionate about something about doing well and also we're using the word failure a lot but if you look at failure in a different light like failure can be defined as nothing more than an opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. yeah it's not necessarily failure yeah it's a learning point it's not a loss it's a lesson it's an yeah it's an educational stepping stone oh yeah so that's, that's what I always used to tell kids as well. Yeah. When I would coach them, I said, if you can take that loss and turn it into a lesson, it was never a loss in the first place. Yeah. So if the word failure scares you as an individual, remove that word from your vocabulary. Yeah. Use stepping something stone. else. Stepping Barrier. stone. Wall. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Something to right. get well, over. Get, hop yourself in that excavator and tear that wall down if that's the case. And I want to... Uh, at this point, kind of share another story I had about a uh, time that I just kind of got. Doesn't re- involve re- diapers. No, it doesn't involve diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Might have involved people watching it needed some diapers because it's pretty cool and exciting. But oh, wow. About like, and it's about how hitting those barriers and kind of overcoming it or just keep on pushing and chugging along until you do. I remember it was back when I was in high school and I wrestled and, um, we were facing this really good team in a team duels match. And for people that don't know what a team duels match is, all 14 wrestlers would wrestle another team of 14 wrestlers. And 
with the wins and losses, you get certain points at the end of the the match. Tally up the points with every team with the most points wins. And um, this team we were facing was really good. And um, they started in like the middle of the weight classes. So right in front of me was when the match started. And they wrestled. And one of our, our really good guys, Jason, he won his match. Then everybody else on the team was losing. Lost. Lost a match. Either got pinned or beat by points. And uh, I'm right. It was either my sophomore or junior year. And it came up to me to wrestle. And I remember I, I was wrestling this match. And this match was hard. Like, this dude was tough. And honestly, I was getting my butt beat. And I just kept on pushing. I kept on pushing. And there's third periods in a wrestling match. And two minute, two minute, yeah, it's two minute periods. So we were all the way down to the third period at this point. I had 20 seconds left to do something, and I was in the bottom position. The kid was on top of me in referee's position, and he was beating my <clears throat> beating me by four points at that point. And so I knew I had to do something. I knew I, even though I was being defeated the whole match, I knew I had to keep on pushing until the very end, till the very last whistle. I wasn't going to stop. So within that 20 seconds, I heard the referee blow that whistle. <laughs> then I hit a reversal on the kid, and I, I made sure to get it in deep so I could get it. And he kind of grabbed me in a weird way, and I broke through it, even though I got a reversal, which is two points in my favor. The Somehow I got him on his back into almost pinning position, which is near fall, and they kind of count. You, if you hold him in near fall position for like four or five seconds, you get three points. If you hold him in that position for like three seconds, you get two points. And he um, he gave me two points near fall, then time was up. So then that I had two points for the reversal and two points for the near fall. So that's four points we should have been even. But like I said, when I did that reversal right at the start and he grabbed me a certain way, he did a legal move and he, he uh, locked his hands around me and the referee had given me an extra point because that kid had locked his hands. So in that last 20 seconds of me being beaten, you came out on top. I came out on top. I kept on putting that effort in. And I kept on going. And then even though I won my point, I won my point and I remember at the end of that match, our coach was pissed. He's like, our team got dominated. Like, it was bullcrap. Like, a lot of our wrestlers wasn't there to wrestle that day. But yeah, I know me and the other kid that won, we put our work in and we, we knew that we could do it without a doubt. Like, even though we were getting beat, like, just keep on pushing. And I remember um, the coach's father was there that day, and he's like a Hall of Fame, like, wrestling coach. Like, he's well-known wrestling coach in the Georgia area. Oh, wow, he's big. Yeah, and he um, he said his Sweetest favorite, man you'll ever meet, Yeah, he is, he is. He's really cool. Sean Haig, senior. Really cool guy. Don't let his personality fool you. He'll kill you. Oh, yeah. But he said out of everybody wrestling that day in that match, he said mine was the most memorable because it, like it did, it showed that you keep on pushing to the very end. But you put that hard into it. Oh, yeah. And... Somehow, it could have went millions of different ways, but somehow, I ended up winning that match, and that's what mattered. Yeah, that chance. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I want to tell a story. I don't mean to like shove wrestling down <laughs> all the listeners' throats. You're so I mean, tired just, of hearing There's about just so it. many good experiences from it. Okay, so I told, so for anybody that doesn't know, I work for FCA. I do a lot of, I did a lot of speeches and stuff when I was in high school. I'd speak at a bunch of events and stuff. A lot and better speaker than I. This, um, there was a certain situation that I we spoke know. on a lot. And um, during wrestling, if you're a girl and you're on a guy's team, like it's, it's difficult, you know, you got to, Show that you're just as good as everybody. Show that you're working just as hard as everybody. Show that you are worth being there and worth working with. Like, I don't want to go up to a guy and then be like, oh, I don't want to work with her. She's a girl. She sucks. Like, she's not going to work hard. Like, yeah, definitely. I'm there to beat you up so I can practice and get better so I can beat other people up. So anyway, there's so much of like having to show and prove yourself when you're a girl and you're on like a guy's sport in a guy's sport. So anyways, I um. It was, I don't know, my junior year, I guess. Um, my coach, I was with um, the team and everything, and it came to my match. We were wrestling another uh, team, a, a duel, like Zach was saying. Um, so I was sitting there waiting for my match. I was ready. I was warming up, you know, getting ready to go out there. And my coach was like, oh, you're not going in. I'm like, okay, why? And he was like, oh, well, we're too close on points, so I'm going to put this other dude in. And I'm like, okay, but I beat him before for this spot. I, I don't understand why he's going in instead of me. So he was like, well, I just, I'm just going to put him in because we, re re we really need this win. So it hurt me because I was like, okay, so he obviously doesn't have trust in me to be able to, you know, win for the team or to go out there and actually try my best to beat this kid and he was their team captain he was a senior like he was like that kid on their team but i'm like still like this is my spot i want the opportunity yeah so you fought for that opportunity you yeah. want it so i didn't get to wrestle that kid that night i didn't and it hurt my feelings because my family was there i was upset so anyways a couple weeks later we go to a match and we have a bunch of different teams we're wrestling that day so we go with the first team and my coach does it again he puts that same kid in my spot instead of me. And I'm like, why, why are you doing this? Like, you don't believe in me at all. Did you like, ever confront the coach about it? Yeah. Yeah, I talked to him about it. So I got mad and Zach, he was out of wrestling. In yeah, school. I think I was helping coaching at the yeah, time. Yeah, so I go over to him and I'm like, you know what? I'm quitting. Like, they this keep is, taking me this out. This is bullcrap. Yeah, basically. nobody, nobody's taking me seriously. I'm putting in the work. Nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. They don't think that I'm going to be able to do it. So I'm like, I'm just going to quit. Like, I don't want to be a part of this team. So I had that in my head. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm done. So then we go and um, we wrestle this next team. And the coach takes the other kid that was supposed to wrestle my spot to do something else. Not sure. I think he went and helped with the varsity because I was on the JV team. And so we go up to wrestle this um, our next team. And we go. We're sitting down getting ready. And I'm like the second match. And it's the same team that we had wrestled that past week, the yeah. weeks ago. And um, I'm going to get to wrestle that same kid that my coach took me away from wrestling. Didn't that guy lose, end up losing that match? What? Our guy on our team that he put in instead of you? Um, I can't remember. No, I think he did win. Okay. Yeah, he did win. He did win that match. So anyways, so I'm getting ready. I'm about to go up. I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to go into this match and I'm going to beat him so I can prove to my coach that I was worth being put in. I remember this match, too. So I go, I'm getting ready. I'm about to go up. And like I said, this is their team captain. He's their senior, you know, yada, yada. So I go up there. and I'm like, all right, let's get this. Let's do this. And I was always very timid going out. I was a gazelle. Yeah. I was so scared. Still learning to be a lion. (laughs) But that day I was like, I am killing this. Like, oh yeah, you had that mindset regardless of the doubt. Yeah. So I go out there, put that kid straight on his back. He, she did too. Pinned him. And I was kid. like, ah! Yeah, I'm telling you, like, like y'all can have two very good male wrestlers against each other. It'd be a great match. And yeah, that's exciting all in pit, itself. Never, never mess with a pissed off female wrestler. Well, yeah, that's another thing too. Like, but seeing <laughs> a girl wrestler put a dude on their back there is nothing like it like the whole like even the team that we're facing against is like fucking going at it the static is real like the energy is in there like it is just so cool seeing the girl because you know how guys are in high school they're usually always talking crap oh look i gotta wrestle a girl whatever like that this is gonna be but in that moment the atmosphere was absolutely electric yeah yeah, yeah, i saw so many jaws dropped on yeah definitely like (laughs) <laughs> but it wasn't it even it wasn't even about me beating that kid the way that I did. It was just about me going out and proving to my coach that I was worth it. Like yeah. well, I and also, you put, also kind of proving it to yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, and like putting the trust in me because I mean I can do it. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not. This is my thing. Not hating on what you just said, but girl wrestler hate it. I hate when people say that. Oh, you're a girl wrestler? No, I'm just a wrestler. Just a wrestler. Period. Point blank period and i mean it's just annoying like yes i'm a female and i'm wrestling but at the end of the day i'm a wrestler like i'm stepping out on that oh, yeah. mat i'm going against another wrestler oh, yeah, no that... matter if they're male female whatnot oh yeah and i agree with you because i remember when uh you were on the team and stuff and we practiced before i never even thought for a second let me go easy on this chick because i knew you were in this sport for a reason. If I was in your shoes, I would have felt bad if someone went easy on me. Mm-hmm. So I gave you everything I had just as much as I would give anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that made you a better wrestler, not just because of me wrestling you, with you, but I feel like that's the mindset of a lot yeah. of our team. Yeah. But um, also coming out of that story, which was a really great story, and I, I like the perspective yeah, on that. Yeah, thank you all for that. And um, I kind of want to get into fear again and uh, with a... With one last uh, quote that I kind of like, and then we'll give it to Taylor as far as the segment we're going to end off on. And um, the quote is by Will Smith, and and he says, Oh, yeah, Will. Fear is not real. It is a product of thoughts you create. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. I like that. And it is. So what's your choice, guys? Are you going to choose to give in to it or you going to choose to overcome it whatever it may be oh yeah you got it but uh taylor explain to everybody about the segment we're about to do and let's hop in it if you want so this is a segment that our amazing creator kelsey came up with it's very it's hilarious so you know in this podcast we've been talking about fears and so we just thought it'd be funny to go over like phobias of like famous celebrities and stuff like that so um oh this is gonna be interesting yeah it's hilarious so uh so i'll just tell you the celebrity and you can just try to give a guess at what you think the phobia could be okay okay 
do you have like multiple choice or do I just have to guess what their phobia just is? Just try I guess to guess. Or just guess. Yeah, just All guess. Right. Now I'm very illiterate in this can, area. I was about to say, so... can you give us like, do I have to name the phobia or can just, I? If you get close, I'll give it to you. Yeah, and just okay. kind of. Yeah, just name some. Yeah, yeah. kind of hints around it because you know we're little dummy dum dums. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Speak for yourself. So, um, <laughs> the first person I'm gonna do is Channing Tatum. Oh. I like Channing Tatum. America's I'm sweetheart. Sure you do. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see on Netflix where he was the voice actor for this new like it it was like a loose telling of the discovery of America or something? I Mm-mm. forgot the name of it, but it's this new like cartoon movie on Netflix and he was one of the voice actors mm-hmm. for it. He's funny. Yeah, he think, does good voice acting. He is yeah, funny. Yeah, Book he is of funny. life. But, uh, a phobia of his. Hmm. If I and, were Channing Tatum, I'll give you, what I'll give would you I be hint. afraid yeah, of? Give, me, give us I'll one give hint, hint per person. Yeah. So this is something that's been made, like people have made scary movies about. Clowns? Uh, Walk it in. Um, he's afraid of ghosts. No. He's afraid of porcelain dolls. Porcelain dolls. That's hey. his phobia. Whoa, I can, I, yeah, I can no, agree I don't on that. Like them. Yeah, I mm-hmm. remember when I was young, I had a dream that there was a baby doll climbing on the the walls of my room. Oh my god! And I remember yeah, I was, people are commenting that her dreams are wild. What have you been dreaming <laughs> yeah, about? But, and I was like in a full suit of like Ghostbusters outfit, and I was about to <laughs> to shoot at him and everything, and he just like turned his head and looked straight at me with like. <laughs> Like oh, red no. eyes and everything. <laughs> now I woke scary. up. It was a scary we'll dream. Leave I can, I can. I, no, I can totally see that because I, I'm, I, I do not like Barbie dolls. I don't like mannequins. I don't like. <laughs> Paige, yeah. don't lie. We all know you play with Barbie dolls. You're not supposed to say that, everybody. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. But uh, no, I totally yeah. get it. <laughs> let's, yeah, she let's don't and say we did. <laughs> okay. Next one. My boy, mm. Johnny Depp. Oh, I like Johnny. What in the Johnny world boy? would that man be afraid of? Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Girlfriend phobia. Oh yeah. God. He he probably does have a phobia to love somebody again. This one's generic, so I'm not giving it all. Uh, Arachnophobia. Claustrophobic. Clowns. Clowns. Oh, come on. <laughs> he has a phobia yeah. of clowns. I can Dude, see that. Let me tell this story. So I used to um I used to be in foster care and my foster mom, we were uh hanging out or whatever, and she was like, you know what? Let's go down the street and let's go see this um th- one of my friends down the street. I was like, okay, yeah, let, let's go. I had the biggest fear of clowns. And she was very Are you like still she, scared of clowns. I don't really care as much anymore, but I was younger. Shut up. (laughs) But shots fired. So I was so scared and she knew I was scared of clowns. Like she knew. Trust me. I made it quite evident. We go into this lady's house and I'm telling you clowns everywhere. Like Like she had she had cases like the clear cases with hundreds of clowns in them. She's a clown connoisseur. She had wall art with clowns on it. She, everything was clowns in her house and That's I about crapped myself I was so freaking scared I was like sitting on the corner of the couch I was like can we please go home I don't want to be You're here like slowly the cackling of a clown in the background <laughs> she had a clock she had a clock that had a clown on it no yeah, my, no. Mom, my mom didn't like clowns either Mm-mm. 
It's scary. See, stupid, stupid fears. Clowns <laughs> okay. are nice. There ain't no reason to be scared of clowns. Yeah, until one grabs you from behind. True. Did I grab it from behind? Do, <laughs> a, do a reversal on it, get two points, bro. Oh, yeah. All right, next I ain't one. never quitting, dude. Chloe Kardashian. What, is she afraid? She's going to, like, get... Sorry, this one's just too I funny. Well, judging by y'all's reaction, it's <laughs> yeah. something ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. yeah. It's a part of a human body. Is she afraid to be flat? She no, like it's a she's afraid of something on your human body. She's afraid of feet. Walk in your guest gauge. <laughs> I I don't I honestly don't know. I don't have a okay. guess. Well, I'm just more curious than her anything. Her fear is of belly buttons. What? She what? has a phobia of belly buttons. Like, like you, for real? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess. When she has to wash her belly button in the shower, she has to wear makeup. That's <laughs> oh, ridiculous. what? I Hang could, on, I'll just get in there and start cleaning that bad boy all around. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I guess you could hide a weapon in there or something like that. I wouldn't. How deep do you think a belly button is? <laughs> I mean, it's as deep as you make it. I got a brother with a deep belly button. He could probably, he could probably fit a, he could probably fit a, he could probably fit a good little shank or two in it, like. Okay, okay. Or three. Oh, <laughs> Kristen Bell. Who? I've, Seriously, I've heard, I've Kristen heard of her Bell name is. before. She was the one in Twilight, right? <laughs> That's Kristen Stewart. Right, this is, right, okay, right. this this has turned into more of a roasting for me and you. Yeah, I know. Like, like, this is going to happen. Yeah. Oh my no gosh, more girly to, segments um, like this. <laughs> Dex Shepard. She's married to Dex Shepard. All right, well, get on with who it. Who is Dex What's Shepard? What's the hint? Get out of the van. I don't know who this chick is. Get out of the van. I've been okay. talking for 30 minutes. When I ain't going in, nowhere. When you're in water for a long time, something happens to you, and she's afraid of it. You're afraid to get you're crankled up? Yeah, I'm with him. Like, yes, pruny fingers. She doesn't like pruny fingers. How is that in a phobia? It's a natural like thing that happens yeah. to your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I'm so done with people. That's yeah. Great. I'm so done with people. Okay. Okay. This makes me feel really good about what I'm afraid of because <laughs> I'm not afraid of like belly buttons or. Crinkled fingers. I'm all right, Macho Man. Here's another Macho Man who's afraid of something. All right, who's it? David Beckham. David Beckham. What is he afraid of? All right, give me a hit. Give me a hit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good hint. Let's just say that there, there's probably one around us right now. Snakes. Yeah, is he afraid of snakes? No. Spiders. No. Vans. No, <laughs> he's afraid of frogs. He has a phobia of frogs. What? They're so cute, though. Yeah, I like frogs. I don't like frogs. My mom doesn't mm -hmm. like frogs. I can scare I my mom. Like I used to run at my like, mom with a frog. Look at you, and they're like, hey, how's it going, human? Okay, next one. Yeah. This one is so funny. <laughs> Rita Ora. Who? Who's that? Black Widow, baby. What? I I've heard he's that song before. What's Black Widow, baby? You never heard that Black song, Black Widow? I mean, I've heard the name Iggy before, but no, okay, anyway. I have, I have well, not heard Well, just guess that. what she might is that, be. Is that who that is, Iggy? No, no Rita Ora, uh, yeah, yeah, the other girl. 
Me and you are going to get so roasted about yeah. this. Yeah, probably. Y'all definitely are. Yeah, feel free to... Um... Comments will be turned off for this one. <laughs> All right, what do you think she has a phobia of? Uh, hint. What? Hint. Hint. Oh. There's one of these in every, pretty much every single household. A Jeez. toothbrush? <laughs> I would hope every household. She's afraid of... Toilet paper? Electronic outlets. Ceiling fans. You were close, Gage. She's a, she has a phobia of toilets. What, she thinks she's going to get sucked down one or something? <laughs> or maybe a snake's going to come up and bite her. I don't know. That's ridiculous. Is she come f- up and bite her coochie. Does she live in Australia? Uh, what? Does she live in Australia? No, that's Iggy Azalea. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's... That, that's the type of shit that'll happen in Australia. Oh. Like a snake will come up the toilet or something. Dude, maybe. I have a story. I'm sorry. I keep telling all these stories. But this is funny. Let's get on with it. No, this is funny. Okay, so when I was younger, I used to live in Florida, right? And my mom worked at Sharky's on the beach. And um, me and my sister, we would just run around, hang out there while she was working. And my dad was with us. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom, mom. Like, I have to go to the bathroom. She's like, I'm working. I can't take you right now. So she told my dad to take me to the bathroom. So, uh... He takes me to the men's bathroom because he's not obviously not going to be able to walk into the women's. So he takes me into the men's bathroom. Obviously. And he uh, lets me go to the bathroom. He's standing outside uh, the stall or whatever. <clears throat> and at their bathrooms, like, it's just there's no door to go into the bathrooms, you know? And you then, just kind of like walk in, then you turn a corner. And, and then there's stalls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I was sitting on the toilet, whatever, going to the bathroom, and I just hear this noise. And I was like, <laughs> um, what is that? So have no pants on like my pants are around my ankles i'm looking i'm like five years old by the way i'm looking behind the toilet i'm like what is this i hate where this, this is going possum stands up on its back legs and starts hissing at me and i was like ah! so i jump. i like i don't even what, know the you word crawled under the i stall? didn't even crawl like i flew under the stall <laughs> you, I, you I slid on out. you slid on your oh God. and i had Naked my pants stomach. still around my ankles and there were men in the bathroom talking to my dad and i had my pants all the way down and I was like, there's a possum in there. Go get it. And he went and got it and killed it and everything. But He killed right. the possum? Yeah. He t- well, he took it down to the beach and took a chef's knife. I don't know if he killed it or not. Yeah, he probably just scared it. Yeah. But Listen, yes. If you ever come back here again, we're going to have problems. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I was scared of toilets for a while. I'd look behind them, you know, make sure there's nothing hissing at yeah, me. Yeah, but still. Yeah. It was like, scary. That's a good reason, though. But I couldn't yeah. imagine, like, a reason why I would be afraid of a toilet. To me, I see a toilet. I'm like, oh, release. Yeah. <laughs> I like toilets. Like that's my quiet zone. Like man I, time, right? Yeah, that's my me time. Like I can sit and think about my day on the toilet. Read it. Read a nice novel. Speaking of novels, so this next person, Zach, you love him. Like, Matthew McConaughey. Him. Yes, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right. What do you think his phobia is? I, I'd be surprised uh, if you didn't know it because you like him so well, much. Well, Zach, you take you take the lead because I got no idea. Is not to be the best him he can be. Okay, come on, seriously though. All right, all right, all right. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say that these are in a lot of hotels or public, like fancier places. I guess not. He's afraid fancy. of elevators. No. Wait, what? I can't really. Okay, go you into said hotels and fancier places. I mean, it doesn't have to be a fancy place, but they're most likely more fancier places. Like where? I don't know. Hotels right, in Atlanta right. that I've been to. I'm not sure. I need to know. A courtyard? I, I don't know. Revolving doors. Revolving doors? Yes. 
He has a phobia of revolving doors. I mean, I can see that. Can you stop like, <laughs> acting like him for a second? I, I, I like Matthew reality. McConaughey. Zach's like, because it's Matthew McConaughey, I'm okay with this yeah, phobia. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I can see that. I mean, Imagine, like, if no, you don't I walk can't. fast enough, it's going to hit you on the back so? end. So it's just going to bump uh, you real quick. It's like, hey, yeah. get on. If you're, like, waving high at somebody while you're going through it, your arm might get chopped off. I could see that. How like, in Why the... you would be scared about that. You know, I'm not even going to argue little mini <laughs> right. McConaughey right. over there. I'm going to do one more. One more. All right. Everybody's favorite lady. The Megan Fox. Oh. Who? No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Oh, my goodness. She's afraid to be normal. Yeah. Not look so dang hot. (laughs) She's obviously afraid to make another Transformers movie. (laughs) Maybe she's afraid to get another plastic surgery. Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway. Is she afraid of this? This is all out of comedy. Are y'all gonna actually guess and stop hating on my girl Megan? That's that's all I got, really. Give us a hint, like in all seriousness. I'm I'm touching. She's afraid of notebook paper? Notebook? Notebook paper? She's afraid of any type of dry paper. Any type of dry paper. Wow. How does she sign a... She has... Okay, not afraid of phobia. How does she sign a contract for a movie, then? (laughs) She does it with the touch pads. She makes sure they they moist it. (laughs) She does, like, the... uh, (laughs) Electronically. You know she has to have a bidet or something like that because she don't wipe her butt with drop toilet paper. You're, you obviously. know what? That's a good point, actually. I actually need a bidet. You know, you know, <laughs> I hear they're actually pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, like you don't waste toilet paper. They're pretty eco friendly. I'm sitting there chilling, reading my Matthew McConaughey books. All right, all right, all right. Oh my gosh! How many more times? Like, are you, you got a bidet. This? this is the last no. time. No. Taylor, it'd be really no, cool. No if more you mentioning did. of Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it'd be him. really cool if you did. Zach, respectfully. Shut up. Dude, people love it. Don't dude me. Don't use the accent to dude me either. Okay. Anyways, we're done. <laughs> All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's going to cut it for the rest of this episode. I hope y'all liked it. I hope you enjoyed and went through all the cringiness of this episode, but we're glad you are watching with us. Make sure you check out our uh, social media at in the van podcast or Instagram, Facebook. The handle is the same across the yeah, board. Anything, Everywhere. Twitter, yep. YouTube, check out this, this video will be on YouTube. So you can check that out and, um, help Sit, us out. Watch it with us right tell, after we get Noah's out. Oh yeah. Tell mm-hmm. somebody about us. If you like us, share it with others. If you don't like us, do it anyways. Yeah, do it anyways. <laughs> tell your brother, tell your cousin, your mother. Tell your hobo. Yeah. Cram it down your grandmother's throat. I don't care. Just get the word out there. Oh, yeah. And also, leave us a review. It helps us reach out to other people with the algorithms, and it will it show does. up on their feed. So, do us a favor. Do that for us if you haven't already. Do you want and your favorite podcast to show up after typing I into the search bar? Give us a like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. And we appreciate everything. We do this for you. And peace out for me. Let's go. Peace. Take it easy, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs>